Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are saved. James 5, 4, in the Amplified Bible says, The earnest, heartfelt, continual prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic, and is working. I believe that our we as the body of Christ neglect the most powerful means of communication between any two people. That is the power of prayer. Why? Because as James said, a earnest heartfelt prayer of a righteous man makes available tremendous power, and that power is dynamic in working. Why do we neglect our power? You know, when you think about it, prayer It's like a conversation with God. The difference is when we have a conversation with each other, we have options. We can call on our phone. um, We can Skype and talk through the computer. We can deal one-on-one. But there's something about communicating with one another that we think brings resolution to issues or we can sense, feel, touch, and feel like we know the end result of that conversation. But prayer to God is by faith. One of the reasons is he doesn't always respond. the way we feel like he should respond, nor in the manner that we feel like he should respond. I remember something that I heard in the church. I think it's a line in a song or heard it preach. And it's something to the effect of you can, he may not come when you want him, but when he comes, he's always on time. That requires an act of faith. When we pray for our loved ones, our church, our community, our home, We have to realize that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
But without this vital contact with God, without this communication with God, nothing in this world changes for good. Nothing in this world, if we want, let me put it this way, if we want change in our world, we have to communicate with the change agent or we get whatever we get because things do change. I'm sorry. But not necessarily based on what we need and what God wants. So that brings me to another important aspect of prayer. It is important that we come into agreement with his will. How do we know the will of God? We know it because of his word. And we are so blessed in this country. We can pick up a Bible. We're free to study, grab our concordance. We have it on our computer. We are so blessed in this season. If we want to know God, if we want to know what he has to say, we have access to information. Now, those of you who have been around religious intellectual people, you will know that information is not enough. There are people that do not believe in God but can tell you more scriptures, give you more information regarding the Bible than someone who has professed to have been a leader for years in the church. Why? Because there are those that some of them are even theologians. They study God. But they still may not know God. And the study of Scripture is just intellectual. And, of course, people have all kinds of theories as to why the Bible exists. So it's possible to study from that perspective. But when you know God, you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, and you realize that the Scripture is a love letter to those that he calls sons. When that comes together with earnest, heartfelt prayer, you have indeed captured the heart of God, the purposes of God, and the power that he wants to make available in the earth. For 1 Peter 3.12 says, For the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, those who are upright and right standing with God, and his ears are open to their prayer. You know, Jeremiah one twelve says, God watches over his word to perform it. The Bible is his word. So as we pray his word, God is looking to see. His ears are open to hear us. The fervent, effectual prayer 
of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic, and working. God just wanted someone to co-labor with him to bring about the change in the earth that is needful. God wants sons. He wants to cover the earth with his presence, with men and women that are like him, who have his heart, who who are, are attentive to the voice of the Holy Spirit and who's willing to release his word, his truth, his love for humanity through prayers of agreement with him. Sometimes we get stuck. And it's okay. We have times and seasons. The enemy can have us so busy chasing stuff that we don't stay focused. We don't maintain the mind of God. Our focus becomes so narrow. We don't realize the power of God. And I look at my own life. There are times that we that I felt like I was praying in faith. But I was really praying in unbelief. It's like a child that wants something from their father, but really don't believe that the father wants to give it to them. So they approach the father with, please, 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 Daddy, may I, can I? And often that parent is not even listening. Why? Because he's already said no. Sometimes when we approach our parents and we ask for something, our parents are waiting on the right time to give it to us. They heard us the first time. But we don't believe it, and we don't believe they're going to give it. Our Heavenly Father responds to faith. It pleases God when we believe that he is who he says he is. Abba, Father, we thank you this morning. We believe, help our unbelief. As we wait on your promises to be fulfilled in our lives, that we have given all heaven and earth permission to accomplish. Father, I praise you and I thank you that you are the captain of the host. You are overcoming in our lives. Every work of darkness as we cry out to you, Daddy, as we come into agreement with you, Father, as we decree and declare your word over our situation and our circumstances, we thank you, Father, that your ears are attentive to our will. Lord, you are worthy to receive honor, glory, and power 
for you created all things by your will. They were created and have their being. You adopted us as your children through the shed blood of Jesus Christ in accordance with your pleasure, your desire. Father God, we thank you and we magnify you. Father, I thank you that we have a full understanding of every good thing that we have in Christ. We thank you, Father God, for complete instruction on what to do with our lives. Open up. Rhema to us. Breathe life on your word. Show us. Instruct us in the way we should go. We ask for spiritual wisdom, Father, concerning the affairs of this life. You are very specific when you called Abraham out. Lord, we thank you as you call us out. And as you show us visions of things greater than we see capable inside of us, that we will trust Holy Spirit in the process. God, you're not the author of confusion. Everywhere confusion exists in our life. Tear down the stronghold. Father, many of us have never been confident in ourselves. Because we did not see our significance. We kept looking at who we were biologically. And we hid ourselves. Oh, Daddy, there are so many ways. that we've lived in our closets, hidden away. Yes, the world saw the smiles and all of these things, but the truth of it is We were hiding. Hoping not to be hurt again, used again, misunderstood again. Abused again. We would try to do all the right things so that we would be accepted, so that we would be loved. Father, some of us are still learning what it means to love. Our responses to people have been so skewed by our experiences. How we see success and purpose. Father God, help us 
Father God, I praise you and I thank you. That as you draw us out of the closet, that we learn to leave behind everything. that we've accumulated to protect us. Give us your wisdom, Father. Touch our lives in such a way that we model Christ to the world that needs to see Jesus. Father, many are called, but few are chosen. Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord. That we allow Holy Spirit to lead us. So many people are talking about what the church is going to look like. For years, People have criticized the church institution. But, Daddy, they're just people gathering together in buildings. We are your church. We are your called out one. Some people want to throw away the word church because they've judged an assembling of people together in a building. Well, the church is still the church, the ones you've called out. to be part of your kingdom. To manifest the kingdom of God in the earth. That's why the church was created. We assemble together to learn to grow, to build your kingdom. To help one another come into maturity so that we can go out into the earth lifting Jesus up, drawing men to God. When we gather on Sunday morning, Father, it's not to build the church. We are the church. We are the church coming together to love one another, to encourage one another's heart. to empower one another, educate one another, cause the saints to come into a place of maturity, 
But, Father God, I praise you and I thank you that we are getting the revelation. That what happens in the building is minor. Well, I won't say minor. What happens in the building and as we gather together is only part of our call. For you never changed your mind. And you didn't limit it to a pastor, prophet, evangelist, apostle, teacher, any of those titles, God. You said we are all ministers of reconciliation. That we are all called to teach, to preach, to cast out devils and lay hands on the sick. Father, you didn't say wait until you had a Sunday morning ceremony. This is who we are in the earth. Father, as we gather together at Overflow and Life Family Worship Center, as the church gathers with the church, may we be a place that empowers others to fulfill their call. May we be a place where people can come and have their feet washed because the journey gets difficult sometimes, Daddy. And sometimes we step in some stuff that we really were, we weren't intending to go there. And we need someone to love us enough To not judge us, to not criticize us, not to use our failures as a source of their confidence, but who will reach down with lowliness of heart. and wash our dirty feet, not worrying about the stench, nor comparing themselves to us. But with the sole purpose of wanting us to be clean, Jesus, you knew everything about us. Just like you knew everything about the disciples. Yet you humbled yourself and took the posture of a servant to give us an example of how we are to live. Religion puffs up like an adder. Religion puffs up.
Religion makes us forget that real power happens from a heart of humility. Not one that just says I'm humble, but one that really understands that if it were not for the grace of God, I would be a wretch undone. If it were not for the grace of God, there's no telling where I would have walked or what I would have become. So it makes it easy to long suffer with others. (laughs) Sometimes we want others to be patient with us, but we want everybody else around us to be perfect. Forgive us, Father, for all acts of self-righteousness. Forgive us, Father, for being a legend unto ourselves, God, thinking we're all that. Forgive us for arrogance, Father, Forgive me, Father, for my self-righteousness. I recognize, Daddy, that without you, my righteousness is like a filthy rag. And no matter how I try to clean up, Situations get messier. But because of you, Daddy, I can have right standing. Not just to clean me up, God, But not only can I have a fresh look at those messy situations, but through the power of prayer, I can clean them up, God. Through the presence of your anointing, I can speak a word in due season and watch change happen. I can declare life where there's death. I can cause dry bones to live. Because of the breath of God that is inside of me. We keep waiting on you to come. when you're already here. We keep waiting on your glory when it's already enough to be released. How do I know that? You promised us in your word that in you we would live, move, and have our being. 
You promised us in your word that we would receive Holy Spirit. You promised us in your word is if we abide in you. And you in us, we can ask what we will, and it shall be accomplished. We thank you, Daddy, that we are your New Testament church. Moses had to wait. Abraham had to wait. Nathan the prophet had to wait. David had to wait. Samson had to wait. But you have sent us the paraclete, the advocate, and he doesn't just rest upon us. He is in us. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Let us renew our mind in the revelation, God, that it is Christ in us. Hallelujah. You are the true vine. Jesus is the true vine. Daddy, you are the husband. Thank you that we are engrafted into that that vine. We are made clean through your word. Thank you, Father God, that you take away every branch that does not bear fruit in us. And you purge it. Cut away all those things. All those ways in which we are high-minded and lofty, God. We don't know how to bear fruit in and of ourselves. So, Father God, we find our abiding presence. We we find our, yes, abiding presence in your vine. We abide in you and you and I. so that we would bring forth much fruit. No longer gathered by men and cast into the fire and burned. So many of us named the name of Jesus Christ. But according to John 15 and 6, 
we made a decision not to abide in you. Maybe out of ignorance. Maybe out of those closet issues that we were talking about when we first started. Whatever the situation, men continued to gather up and cast us into the fire. Wow, God. They didn't know us by the Spirit. They didn't know your plan, your purpose for our life. They were doing what they felt like was needed. And, Father, we were in the wrong place because of our fears and lack of confidence. But today, God, we thank you for brand new mercy. Today, God, we choose to abide in you. Today, God, We come into agreement with the word of God concerning our lives. We come into agreement that we're the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. We're blessed in our coming and our going. Everything we touch prospers. Our children prosper. Our grandchildren prosper. Our homes prosper. Our spouses prosper. We're healed in our body. We're strengthened with resolve. Father, we love you with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, our intellect. This is the great and most important principle and the first commandment. And the second is, that I should love my neighbor as I love myself. I desire, Father, we desire, Father, to have the right kind of self-esteem to receive ourselves as you have created discerning ourselves. Father, you have loved us. For it is you who created us. It is you who formed us. We think our mamas did with the help of our father, whoever they are. But God, it wasn't them. You knew us. You formed us. Then when the time was right, you redeemed us. You ransomed us by paying a price instead of leaving us captive to the enemy. 
You called us by name. Sherelle, daughter of the Most High God. Sherelle, Sorel Adonai, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, for you have given us your name. It is personal. We are yours, God. In fact, before you even formed us in the womb, you knew and approved of us as your chosen instrument. Before I was born, you separated us. Before we were born, you separated us, consecrated us. And you appointed us for this hour. Hallelujah. Some of us are excited. We may be the last of the last of the Gentiles. Waiting for the culmination of your appearance. Oh, hallelujah. If we are. We don't have to ask that you prepare us. We just have to receive your preparation and walk it out. For we were created for the hour in which you placed us. For you knew the time and the season that you would release us into the earth. You knew and approved of us, for we are your chosen instruments for this hour. You know our name, God. We have found favor in your sight. Father, some of us esteem ourselves too highly in some area and not high enough in others. Our perspective of ourselves have been skewed by the things that have happened since you knew us since coming into the earth. So we turn to you this morning. To ask you to give a fresh vision of self. We thank you, Father, for sobriety in judgment. Father, your word says you've given to us a measure of faith. We are not the same. I was thinking about what you would have me do in this hour, God. And even as a local body, Father, I was asking questions 
But it's important that we don't compare ourselves to other people. You know exactly what you want out of every life. As in one physical body, we have many parts, organs, muscles, tissue. And every one of these parts, all of these parts, they have different functions. We are one body. And individually, we are parts of one another. Mutually dependent on one another. It doesn't matter whether we assemble together every Sunday together. We're still one body. And Father God, in our judgment, our sober assessment based on Holy Spirit, we come to understand our measure. We release jealousy, envy. And we thank you, Daddy, for our gift our talents, our qualities, our faculties that are different and unique according to the grace given to us individually. Father, we purpose to develop them and use them. So if there's any way that we're not discerning ourselves, according to Revelation. Sometimes, Daddy, we want it to be some things so badly. But it's not necessarily what you want for us. Some ideas that we have of ourselves are based on a skewed perspective. Today, Daddy, we face our fears of inadequacy, failure, rejection. We don't have to hold on to anything but you, God. We receive your perfect love for ourselves. It casts out all fear. You created us. You made us. You formed us. You knit us together when we were in our mother's womb. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We drive out all self-hatred, regret, anxiety, and fear. Your works are wonderful. We know that. We look at all of creation and we see how beautiful and wonderful you are. Yet we have struggled to realize that we are as beautiful as the rose. or the vibrant purple birds that my friend shared with us, that we are more beautiful and more precious than all of your creation. Forgive us, Father, for hating ourselves and being self-destructive. We realize today how wonderful we are. 
We accept ourselves, our strengths, and our weaknesses. And though we marvel at some of the things that you are doing with other people, we realize that we are accepted in you. And whatever our measure is, God, we choose to maximize it. For when you come for your talent, gifts, qualities, abilities, and you ask for your return on your investment, we don't want to be like the unfaithful steward. We don't want to bury our talent. We don't want to be sitting in a closet hiding. Father, thank you today. Spirits of oppression and depression are lifted that we might be a complete expression of your glory. You knew us in our mother's womb. You knew what you had planned for us. And you've given us everything that we need for complete healing and restoration. And as we go about, Father, lifting up Jesus, through our countenance, even, men will be drawn, not to us, but to you, that you would be glorified in them, through them. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Is there a special prayer request? I am hearing to pray for Elder Foqua. I think I'm pronouncing his name. He's on my heart this morning. If there's anyone else. But I want to take a minute and just lift him up. God, I thank you for this mighty man. I thank you for all that you've given him over the years, Father. Father, I thank you for your perfect timing in his life, that you would strengthen his body, that you would heal him, Father. And Lord, that he would come out of the closet and be all that you've called him to be. That his latter years will be greater than his former years. And although he has been misunderstood, misused and abused, you know the plans that you have for him Plans to give him a hope and a future. Lord, as every one of us have a measure of faith, and our length of days are in your hands. Father God, I ask everywhere that the enemy has strategized to take him out, prematurely. And everything that may be in him and in his environment that may be in agreement, we ask you, Father God, to sever and deliver our brother in Christ, that he might be a complete expression of the glory that's yet revealed in him. You said, Daddy God, that every joint is 
supply. We all have our place, our position, our purpose. We live in the hour of great deliverance. Well, Father, it always has been. For that was part of the Great Commission. Deliverance isn't a new thing for you. It is the way we're supposed to live. In our homes, in the streets, 24-7. We are deliverers, God. And I thank you for the man of God whose part in the maturation of the saints is to train and reinforce the call to be deliverers. Father God, I ask that you would brush him off, clean him up, wash his feet, that he may walk in the place that you've called him, God. And Father, we have made serving you so complicated. We have all of these rules and regulations, none of which is in the Bible. Some doctrines of men, some doctrines of devils. But God, I pray for overflowing life, family worship, sinner. that we would speak, hear, and do what you require of us. That we would move in cadence with your spirit. That you would show us how to love in a whole new realm. how we would walk in your authority, God, such that the enemy would flee and people would be set free. We thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. This is Overflowing Life Prayer Community. I look forward to the day when everyone would supply and everyone would participate, even if it's just to be here and listen. Because you said, God, the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. Prayer should be our first thought. Not our last thought. Join us tomorrow daily. 724-444-7444. Call ID 138 If you want to be online when we're online, go to TalkShoe.com. Look for call ID 138768 and join us in the chat. Spread the word. We're here every morning. Invite those that need to pray. Until then, God bless you. Have a great, wonderful, prosperous day in the Lord. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
party. Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.